Hi, this is Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for choosing to listen to the Explore Finland radio show. In this episode, I was really pleased to be invited to the Koskinkorvan Trattari, where Ayako and Marti Koskinkorva are going to talk to me about the Finnish institution that is the sauna. We went for a tour around the various different types of sauna that they have at the Trattari and talk about the way, the best way to use it and the different types of sauna and, and some history around the sauna. So let's just now head over to the interview that I recorded earlier. We've come outside now to look through some of the different examples of sauna that's here at the Koskinkorven Trattari. Uh, Jaco, uh, what's this sauna that we're in now? We are now in a smoke sauna. Okay. So... <laughs> Starting about the history of sauna, so this is an example of kind of the oldest, oldest type of a sauna. In the sense that you have have uh, the uh, stove here, here, but and you have the uh, place to uh, burn the wood in, warm up the stones, but the smoke then comes inside the sauna. So this is a, in, in, the, in one corner of the, of the sauna here, you've got a, a brick, uh, square brick construction that has space underneath to burn the wood, and then on top it has the sauna stones, which have a specific name, which is... Kiwas Kivet. Kiwas, yes. yes. That's the, so that's the Yes, so, so this smoke enters the sauna and exits via a small window. On the back, and this is the smoke that's just generated by the the wood burning yes. to to fire the, the 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 heat. Okay. So in order to build a sauna like this, you just need to ha- have some logs, build build the walls, build the ceiling, then build the kiwas. You don't have have skills to uh, measuring skills to build a chimney. Yes. So, okay. So okay. since this this was what saunas were at first. Talking about the history of, of the sauna, I'm, I'm sure it's very difficult to know whoever built the the first one. But but perhaps while we're here in this very traditional, and you can smell the smell the smoke here from from many many generations, um, maybe maybe give us an idea of how the how the sauna has been used over the years, the importance of the sauna, why it is such a, a special place. In Finnish, in Finnish culture, so I think in, at first uh, there was no separate sauna. It was just the uh, house that you lived in. Okay. So everything was in, in the same there. You had the source of heat. We now call it the kiwas. Then, then you did everything by there. You cooked the food, food in there, and you slept in in that building. Uh, I think savupirti is the term. Yes, that's right. Yes. So what people lived in around here. Yes, okay. So a separate sauna then comes in later. Okay, okay. And over the over the years, it has become almost a holy place in Finnish in Finnish culture. Uh, do you have some some thoughts on on why that is the case and and, and how it's being used in different ways other than? Just bathing, which we, which is how we use it nowadays. Well, uh, as it was a bu- building that was heated up, it was clean. It, w- it wasn't so dirty. The uh, bacteria and everything died in the heat. Okay. So you could uh, 
for for example, the most most fam famous example of using a sauna is that uh, women gave birth in them. Right. Okay. Because you had hot water and you had a reasonably clean and sterile environment. Yeah, which I, I guess has has been a, a challenge for mothers giving birth yes. up until the last few decades, probably. Probably. Okay. And when you die, you get your last clean up in the smoke sauna. There you go. So you, you, you enter the world yeah. and you exit the world. And you leave in the, in the yeah. smoke sauna. It was yeah. the only place everything happens in smoke sauna. That explains really why it's why it still has that that importance mm. to the to the culture. Yeah, I remember it's Finland. It's cold, so <laughs> so having having a warm place is, makes it holy. Yeah, <laughs> of, of course, of course. And and just standing here now, it's only zero degrees. It's quite a mild winter day here, mm -hmm. but already my legs are starting to feel it. And the idea of being in a warm smoke sauna sounds sounds quite good. So we're in the second. Outdoor sauna. Now, uh, Yako, wh where are we? So, this one we call the Aitokiwa sauna. And it has the ba same basic principle as the smoke sauna. So, you have kiwas underneath, place to burn the wood to heat up the, the stones. But this one has a chimney. And on top of, on top of the kiwas, this uh, kind of a hat... That means that while warming up the sauna, the smoke doesn't come inside the sauna itself, but exits through the chimney. And as you can see, it's not as black in here. Yeah, no, that's that's true. It's a, it's a darker brown color rather than black. And actually, the the shape of the uh, uh, of the structure in the middle of the sauna here reminds me of a, a hot water boiler back home mm -hmm. in the UK. It's a large metal cylinder with a um, a funnel uh, lid or hat on top, and then the chimney from the top of that uh, taking the taking the smoke away. So, was this uh, in the technology of sauna? Was this a, a sort of a step on from the from the open smoke sauna? Yes, yes. but this is still an example of the uh, of the first uh, type of a sauna, which in Finnish you would call kertalämmitteinen. It's kind of uh, like a heat storage type of sauna that you heat up the stones and then you uh, clean up the uh, the wood and uh, enjoy the enjoy the sauna, but you don't simultaneously warm it. Yeah, it's not like continuously yeah. heated. It, it yeah, heats exactly. and cools. Yeah, okay. Yes. And uh, this this one here is a big, pretty big one. It fits thirty four people, right? Yes. And uh, this this kiwas has how many kilograms? Yes. Six hundred and sixty kilograms of stones. Okay. So how how far down do the stones go? Because we're we're standing on the on it's a one and a half meters. One and a half meters deep, and that yes. that there's that cylinder there is maybe a meter and a half or two meters across as well. So there's a lot of a lot of stones in there. And, and over time, being heated, the stones, they start to break up a little. So do you add, add stones to the top? or uh, you, you have to take, take the broken ones away and change new stones there. So kiwas requires maintenance too. Yeah. How, how often do you have to change them? Once a year. Okay. Once a year. 
my sounder at home doesn't get used maybe as often as yours do, oh. and uh, maybe we change ours every uh, every two or three years, perhaps. Yeah, and it's a pretty extreme heat in there, so the you must warm it so heat that the stones are red hot. Yes. Okay. On the top, and and here the the I mentioned before about this um, funnel shaped uh, hat at the top of the of the sounder, and there's a door there, so you would put the you would you would heat it and then open the door to yes. put water on the stones yes, when, you yes. are, when you come in sauna yes yes so when you're warming this one up uh, you have the hats closed and you could sit around here uh, on the contrary if you compare to the smoke sauna it's full of smoke so yes you, you can't be there <laughs> yes okay yeah yeah the idea with the smoke sauna is that you open the you open the vent let the smoke out but you yeah. still have some of that soft air in the in the room when you when you add the water to the to the stones yeah and this this um this sauna here that we're, that we're in now is as you said similar kind of design in that we've stepped up to the seated area but underneath this platform that we're on it's it's an open space yes actually room for maybe two or three babies to be born down <laughs> there all at the same yeah. time <laughs> a lot of babies Yes, back in the day you would have, have their uh, place to wash yourself, some water pots and, and whatnot. But we, we do showers. Yeah. <laughs> <No, it's, laughs> the sauna is very high, so it doesn't come very uh, quickly too hot when you put water in the stones. Yes, they okay. go first up and then it comes down very softly. This is very good sauna for, for example, foreign people who don't have used to be in sauna. It's very soft. And I do have to mention that the uh, Finnish, the biggest magazine in Finland, Helsingin Sanomat, a few years ago, had an uh, kind of uh, article about the best sauna in Finland. They okay. tested various ones around here and they chose this one. Okay, was it was it in this region or in, in the, the whole of Finland? In the whole of Finland. Yes. I, I, I feel honoured to be here. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Jarko, I know what you're holding in your hand, but maybe you can describe it for the people that are listening. It's a vihta. Uh, some people also call it vasta. It's uh, branches from a birch tree uh, put together. And uh, what you do with it once you're in sauna, in Lolo, you hit yourself with it. Only yourself, not other people. You can hit other people too. <laughs> but, but only gently. And the smell is, is very evocative. Um, and it just makes you think, it makes you feel warm. It makes me feel warm just smelling that. But, but why do you hit yourself with it? What does it, what does it do other than make the place smell nice? Yeah, I, I suppose that originally it's been a way of cleaning yourself yeah, okay uh, nowadays as you said the smell is a big big part of it and i think it feels good yeah it helps helps kind, kind of, of yeah kind of a ma- massage yeah like scrubbing mm. scrubbing yourself uh, as if the the, the hot uh, steam is, is kind of purging purging you clean and this is just helping helping to uh, to clean you yes and the whole time they relax your muscles after a hard works yes mm. okay Maybe you can tell us also 
about the importance of the sauna during the winter war. Yes, in the wartime, there is only place where you can clean you up in the very cold days. And it was in every place in the all front of the <laughs> war, they built first sauna, and then they built something to protect you from the fire of the enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, shows, that shows the priorities of the Finnish yeah. soldier. Um, but actually, during that, that winter war, Finland was heavily outnumbered. Uh, I've, I've read a little about this, and and while the while the Russian soldiers were freezing in the in the winter weather, the Finnish soldiers were keeping themselves warm and keeping their spirits up by by taking a sauna yes. in, the, in the middle of the war. <laughs> they warmed them up, and then they rushed. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. the Russian. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, I think I understood that they they got it. They, they perfected the art so much that they were able to build a, a sauna on the front line in about eight hours, which, yeah. is, which is quite quite something. Yeah. Right, so very often saunas are built uh, like next, next to a lake so that you can hop and have a, have a swim. Uh, here we don't have that luxury. We do have a river, the Kyronjoki, running there, but it's uh, 200 meters to that direction. So uh, we built two pools right beside the, our saunas here so we have a, a hot tub that is also heated up with wood it's especially nice to sit in it in the winter winter time when it's snowing yeah and then we have an a, a cold pool and you probably heard about avanto in finland yeah i the this is the this is when you come from the sauna and go straight into the the icy yes water. you saw saw a hole in the ice and you go swimming swimming there so we have an artificial avanto okay there. okay and that's inside that's inside the the shed there yeah. how, how do you manage to keep the water from freezing inside there uh, we have to change it from time to time okay all right <laughs> fair, fair enough yeah i haven't i haven't done this ice swimming this avanto yet uh, but I guess as I continue exploring Finland, that will be something that, that comes my way. I'm prepared to give it a go. Whether it's something that will be broadcastable, <laughs> maybe, maybe the sound of a, an, an ageing man screaming in the cold is maybe not what everybody wants to hear. But yeah. Getting in there is, is the worst, but after, after you come out, you are at peace. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Uh, you have the option in the winter, someone can come and sit in the warm water, and in the summer, if they're feeling particularly brave, then they can they can put themselves in the cold. In yes, the cold they go there also in the winter time, in the cold water. Not only in summer times. <laughs> and this is what makes uh, the, the Finnish nation what it what it is. <laughs> this this ability to get in that freezing water when it's uh, in the middle of winter. There came the Finnish sisu. You have heard. <laughs> I have heard this, this word sizzle, yeah, absolutely. We've come back inside now. You'll hear a different sound, a bit of an echo. That's because we're standing inside the third sauna here. Um, Jaco, what is, what is this? Well, this sauna we call the entertainment sauna. Okay. okay. It's, first of all, it's an, it has an electric kiwas. So it's a modern electric sauna. But the entertainment part here is because we have uh, a television here. Oh, right, in the, in the corner behind yes. us here. Okay. 
and also right next to it a refrigerator for drinks. So I can see a door on the wall here. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna just climb up and, and have a have a quick look. So there's a sliding door and I can see behind it there's a there's a fridge of something and uh, I, I don't think we need too many too many guesses to work out what might be inside there. Okay. Um, it has a very different um, aroma in here. It's much more uh, fragrant kind of kind of smell, less less smoky, more you know, less less of the traditional smell that we had outside. Talk to me about the the ceiling. I've been in in many saunas that have the uh, the small LED lights in there, but you have quite a lot of lights shining through the uh, the ceiling there. Yes, we have have there around 200 fi fiber lights, and they are laid out uh, to match the northern sky and its stars. So it matches the the constellations that are above the, the yes, building at, yes, at a certain yes. time of the yes, of the Otava right there and the northern star. So that bigger right. that bigger one right near the middle of the of the ceiling that's the northern star. So yep. we can so even if you've had. Uh, a heavy session in the sauna and a, and a couple of drinks, you should still be able to navigate your way home by finding the northern star yeah. right up there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, so, so this is now the last two saunas where these kind of, you heat, heat them up once and then they are warm for a while. Well, as electric saunas are, this is a continuously heated. So I've experienced in the last year uh, a communal, large communal sauna. Um, we, we mentioned entertain, this being the entertainment sauna. What, what kind of groups would use this, this kind of facility? Well, uh, this, this one, for example, uh, could use... You, you might find the idea of a television sauna strange, but uh, consider a hockey game, Finland versus Sweden, watched in the sauna with a refrigerator handy. <laughs> it doesn't get more, more archetypally finished than that, I guess. Ice hockey sauna and uh, and Kostnikorva in the in the fridge. Yeah, okay, I, I understand. Um, and and also for this idea of, of using sauna for business meetings as well. Absolutely, uh, you might find it a lot, lot easier to negotiate in, in a sauna in a different different environment in a more relaxing environment. So I guess it's kind of the equivalent of doing business on the golf course. Yeah, you yeah. Kind of, and also if someone's sitting there with nothing on, then they've got nowhere to, to hide, have they? Exactly. Everything, everything is, uh, is there to be... Yeah. Everything is there to be seen. <laughs> That's not really what I meant. But yeah, and, and if, if the negotiations are, aren't pleasing you... You can always add up, add up some heat. So. <laughs> put, some, put, some, put some pressure on. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So what is, the, what is the proper way to use a sauna? Uh, I, I think that, that many, many people maybe just think it's, it's some kind of endurance thing where you make it as hot as possible, stay as long as you can, and then, and then leave. But, but if, if someone is using the sauna with friends in an evening... It, it could be an experience that goes on for, for hours. Yeah, for, for sure there are lots of different ways you can in, enjoy the sauna. Everyone has their own own preference. Uh, 
but uh, as you said, it can go on for for long. It's just need to stay hydrated and have the sauna at the proper temperature. And while it may sound like a good idea to have competitions about <laughs> throwing lowly, mm. I, I don't know. It should be a pleasant experience rather yeah. than an endurance, shouldn't it? And uh, I guess the idea of of sitting in here in the heat until you feel too hot and then going outside into either into the air or into into the water to cool off and yes and it's also very popular to roll in the snow i've, I've done that once or twice <laughs> and um yeah not for a few years maybe maybe this year before the snow gets too hard i'll uh, i'll give it a go my my children keep saying go on daddy roll in the snow it'll be funny <laughs> <laughs> it'll be funny for you yeah. <laughs> A good advice how to use sauna is that you sit here straight and you can talk to other people, low voice, nicely. But if you have to put your head down and you can't speak anymore, it's too hot. Okay. That's the good way to use it. Yeah, that's straight, a good Sit straight and talk. Then it's nice. But if you throw too much water, you have to put your head down and then you can't speak anymore. <laughs> then it's time to take a break outside yes. and maybe yeah. maybe cool yeah. off. Okay, yeah, that, that's good. That's good advice. We were, we were talking just before uh, about whether you should wear clothes into the sauna. And, you know, I've always been told, no, you wear nothing in the sauna. In, in health clubs and, and gyms in the UK, you're told... You must wear something in the sauna because, uh, but then in the UK, often there's no water to put on the on the kiawas. It's just a, a hot mm. wooden room, and that's not quite right. Um, but you were telling me something earlier that that maybe there is a, a, an occasion where you could wear something in the sauna. Well, yes, if you consider, for example, you're having a sauna evening with your friends or your work work friends. And how it usually goes, if you go, go with semi-strangers, that the women have their own turn first, maybe, and then the men, and the whole thing drags on, and the others have to wait, and so on. And so, here, here in Trachter we thought that it would be fun if everyone could go to the sauna at the same time. And thus, my father, Marti, designed a sauna suit. Okay, what what does this suit consist of? How do, what does it look like? Well, it's like an old swimming suit, and when in Ilimbag, it's a lot of famous wrestling men. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared that to old swimming suit and wrestling suit. Right, okay, okay, and it's and it's made of something quite thin, I guess, so that it's not too heavy yes, and it. not so. Yeah, not too tight. No, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's by, by design, it's quite baggy. So everyone looks the same while wearing it. Which maybe actually that's better than being naked because then yes. everybody looks as bad as everybody else yes. and nobody worries about their. That's the idea. Yeah, okay, okay. That's nice. I'll, I'll add some uh, pictures of that on the, on the show notes because that, mm-hmm. that, that will be. Uh, Interesting to see. We also find that very if the guest for foreign countries, for example, United States, yes, they feel very 
unpleasant to go naked unless there's all men. Yes, okay. They like very much when they get something on when they go to sauna. I, I imagine that that would be the same with visitors from Britain yeah. as well, especially if it's mixed men and women together, I, I can imagine. Now maybe maybe one day I'll come back and... Uh, and try on one of your yes. one of your sauna sauna suits. Please come. <laughs> what do we have through in the in the next room there? This is the the fourth of your four saunas. Is that right? Yes, and this is you could say that this is the most modern one. This is an infrared sauna. Okay, so this particular one is is much smaller. We're talking about maybe two meters by two meters square, maybe four or six people sitting yeah, in there. Yeah, four six people max, and there is no keyword in there, so it heats you up in different way. These walls have infrared elements inside them, so uh, we're in a traditional sauna. The air around you is hot, and it it, it heats you up. The uh, infrared sauna there is. Uh, infrared radiation that that makes makes you sweat so this this is warming the person and then the heat coming off of the person makes the room warmer i guess rather rather than the in, in a sense yes yeah how does that give you a different a different sauna experience to the to the traditional sauna yeah, if, you, if you've got a normal sauna your heat uh, spread only for in the skin for two millimeters okay. or so when you go to the infrared sauna the sweat comes deep in your muscles, and right. that's the you feel different when you come out from the infrared sauna. I wonder if it has some kind of therapeutic um, benefits to to the body if it's warming yeah. you deeper in I the muscles. It's, it's used a lot for that kind of. So, for example, after some hard exercises, yeah. you, you could uh, relax your muscles effectively in it. Yeah. Okay. And, and just behind us here, you have um, it's a little spa, a small yeah, a small spa area. So there are there are large baths there, um, too big for one person. There seems to be a yes. cushion at either either end. Is this is this another Finnish tradition or another one of your traditions <laughs> to get two people in the bath together? Yes, this from China. If it's a China, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> you go with two people in the same bath. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, see, for me, it's one thing to go in the sauna with a group of a group of people I know. Quite another to get into a, a bath with them. So I, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah, for remember that. you would be wearing the sauna suit. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, that yeah. That, that would make a that would make a difference. Yeah, but taking a bath with your clothes on that's that <laughs> sounds just as crazy as having a sauna with your clothes. On. So we've made our way out of the out of the sauna areas. Now we're in one of the uh, one of the changing areas, and Marty and Jaco say they've got one more surprise to show me. So. Okay, that's a huge padlock. Marty, what's behind there? We have a straight pipeline to the next of the alcohol factory, which is making the Koskenkorva vodka. And this is the only place in the world where you can have six minutes old vodka. That's that's fantastic. I'm looking in this this cupboard that is locked up like Fort Knox, and inside there, there's a, a traditional-looking brass-coloured tap just a, a regular looking tap coming out of the wall 
and that's connected to the factory next door. So the the Koskin uh, Korba uh, comes through the pipe up up the floor into into the the changing room here, and you're saying that the 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 drink that comes out of there was was yes. finished just six minutes ago. Yes. It com- comes so quickly that even taxis can get on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's drunk before the, yeah. the government can tax you. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yes. Sadly, we've come to the end of the tour. We've we've left the uh, the tap from the factory alone, and we've come back into the uh, into the museum area. So, Jaco, Marti, thank you very much for showing me around. I've I've learned a lot. I know that. Everyone listening has learned a lot. Um, maybe you'd just like to tell people when they can come and visit you. Uh, obviously, the, the, there's the museum, and then actually bookings for the for using the sound yes. as well. So the Korsenkora Museum is open in the summers. So next next summer in July and August. So that's in line with the the kind of Finnish holiday season um, in the, in sort of high just after high summer. Yeah, and you can find more about it in, at koskenkorvamuseo.com. Okay, and I'll put links to that in the in the show notes. Uh, and if people want to come and experience the different saunas, well, yes, the, the saunas are uh, available for the, okay, so for for groups. So we'll uh, you can con- contact us and we can plan a, a proper sauna evening for you. We need to select which saunas and. Uh, what what do you want to have for for dinner and so on? Yeah, we didn't actually get to the to the restaurant there, but there are there are catering facilities. Yes. You have the the different different types of sauna and and entertainment options with the with the TV and the and the sauna fridge and things like that. So, uh, if people want to contact you to make an inquiry, where should they where should they come? Well, you can go to our website trahteri.com okay, and contact us by there. Okay. Jaco and Marti, thank you very much for your time and uh, thanks for coming. It has been it's been a pleasure and an education. Goodbye. Goodbye. I think that just about wraps up today's episode. Again, one more one more big thank you to Jaco and Marti. Um I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed recording it and that you learned as much as I learned while we were walking around. If you enjoy the show and you want to show your support, then please take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. We're now on Stitcher Radio, and you can also find us on FeedBurner. The links to all of those are on my website, explorefinlandpodcast.com. All of these will help raise the profile of the show. Remember, if you want to receive the show notes every time I release a new episode then sign up to my mailing list and i'll I'll send you those notes it'll work as a handy reminder there's a new episode available for you to listen to Uh, and of course if you want to spread the word among your friends then we're on various social media and if you, you use one that we don't then fine you know pass it pass it around wherever you want it all it all helps and also, finally, if there's a, a subject that you want me to cover in a future episode, then contact me via the website or via social media. I've had one or two people make contact through there, and that's really gratifying. The comments I've received just give me the encouragement to keep going with this, uh, that, that, that you are listening and you're enjoying it, and I, I thank you very much for that. So until next time, thanks for listening, and see you next time on the Explore Finland radio show.